0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniax podcast. This is episode number 136 which we're recording on Saturday March 11th 2017. I'm Gail and I'm Charlene and we're once again recording on location <laughs> in a very odd location. Odd it's, location yeah. yes but it's very pleasant. It's here. very pleasant. We don't have any gorgeous views so we won't be seeing any amazing wildlife but there are some birds in the background and it's Late afternoon on a Saturday, so that means that all of our normal recording locations are packed full of people because it's a beautiful day here.
1: (laughs) It is beautiful, and there are some schools that are already on spring break, so... We're Lots starting of people on a cruise. Yeah, tourist
0: business is starting to flow into town this weekend. Yeah, so we found a little tiny, not tiny, a very nice parking lot with shade, and we're <laughs> sitting out here just all by ourselves, so chatting and knitting. Yep, ready to record. So, what are you wearing?
1: I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I have been wearing, and not anything specifically. I have just been wearing all the shawls. I've been going through all my shawls and. Really making a point to grab a shawl every day. Grab awesome. and go. And as Gail mentioned, it has been getting warm, so the
0: shawls don't stay on all day. Can we have a moment of silence of sadness because it's already getting so warm? It's In fog. the seventies, what happened to our knitwear weather? Well, we went
1: straight from cold
0: and stormy. Cold hot. and stormy to
1: hot. Yep. It's not quite summer weather because we don't have the fog. This is our typical spring weather without the fog but a little warmer than usual
0: maybe. yeah I miss hand knit weather yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry for those of you who are in snowy places right now I'm not I shouldn't be complaining but anyway so you've been wearing shawls every day I've which been is admirable
1: and specifically I've been wearing my Klein shawl which is a shawl pattern by Jennifer Dassau. I made mine in two shades of Tosh Merino Light. One of them is a gray, salt and pepper gray, and the other one is a bright, citrusy, neon chartreuse. That's the word I was looking for, chartreuse. That's, that's that colorway the colorway name, That's the right? colorway name, yes. So those, to me, seem particularly springy, and it's been going with matching with everything that I've been wearing.
0: So that's what I've been wearing. How about you, Gail? Right now I'm wearing my Yarny X t-shirt because it is my go-to t-shirt and it was definitely a t-shirt wearing day for me. But I have also been trying to wear my shawls since our last episode when we discussed shawls and I said that I don't wear them as often. So I too have been making an effort to wear them, even if I'm not going anywhere, I'm at least wearing them when I'm sitting at my desk working. Mm -hmm. So. I'm really enjoying that, and one of the shawls that I've been wearing the most is my Puck shawl by Boo Knits, which I knit for the colors of fall a couple years ago, and it has a stripe of sapphire blue, a stripe of orchid, and a stripe of gray, and they all three were colors of the colors of fall that year, and they're all in dye for yarn, which is a silk blend, and it's so soft and so comfortable. It's a big crescent, and it just wraps beautifully around your neck, and it's just a comfy, nice layer to wear. So I'm glad that we had that discussion because it did inspire me to wear my shawls more often. And I have a lot of them, so they really <laughs> should be worn more often. Nice. What are you stocking?
1: I'm stocking one sweater specifically when I saw it a couple of days ago. I immediately yesterday. sent, it was it just it's yesterday. It was yesterday. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> I immediately sent Gail a text and I said, oh, look at this new sweater from Vera Valamaki called Confetti. And apparently I wasn't the only one because when I went to work yesterday, one of my co-workers mentioned the sweater and then a couple of the folks who came into the Candy gang candy trunk show we were hosting yesterday were talking about the sweater, yep. too. So this one has caught on. It is in the Ravelry Hot right now. As mentioned, it's called Confetti. I think it hit hot Vera right Valamaki. now, probably within hours after being really? released. Yeah, And so it is a fingering weight striped raglan sleeve pullover with A-line shaping. And I had been looking through some other patterns by Vera and decided that it was very similar to the fast forward pattern that we may have mentioned when we talked about the interpretations for collection that Vera and Hohe released, right before Stitches West. So I do have the fast forward mm-hmm, pattern, pattern in my library. So I may just try to knit a shorter version of the fast forward. That's brilliant, and yes. see if that works because it's to me they're very very similar. I'm sure there's something different in the shaping on confetti, but I think I could work out A-line shaping to fit myself since I have to be honest, a lot of times when I'm making a top-down sweater, specifically pullovers, I never follow the instructions. I just make it to fit. I just try it on
0: and figure out what I need to do and then do it. You're the intrepid modifier of patterns, <laughs> whereas I am the slave to the pattern. Really? I'm getting better at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting better at it. I don't feel it. like you're
1: a slave to the pattern. Well, I'm i would getting wouldn't better at that. <laughs> but I'm, I may just, yeah, try to go off pattern and see if I can make it work. I want to knit that one, too.
0: The color possibilities are endless. And that's what's really
1: fun. I said striped, so it's got two colors, the... Let's see, the fast-forward version is modeled in really high in a really high-contrast color combo, and then the confetti is modeled in a less contrasty combo, and I actually think I, I like the less contrasty version. I don't know, maybe I just like these colors. I like it because it's pink, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I particularly like the colors that... Confetti is modeled in, so I don't know
0: what yarn or colors I will use yet. When did you say it's modeled in? It's a pink and a very light base with speckles yarn. Yeah. So just the kind of colors we would love. It is. It Great really job, is. Vera. It's beautiful. Yes, it is beautiful. beautiful. And I think I'm sure I have lots of things in stash that would work for that. I'm already thinking like the 600-yard skein I got from Twisted Owl Fiber that has the speckles in it that had some yellow in it. That would be so pretty. Well, when
1: when we were at Stitches West, I purchased a single skein of a fingering weight yarn from Neighborhood Fiber Company that I purchased to match two skeins of a fingering weight yarn that I already have in my stash with the thought that I could make a two-color sweater. Yep, so that is one option. It's they're both neutral colors, so I think it would be a lower contrast. At least these two neutral colors that I have, it would be a lower contrast.
0: It would combo. be pretty. Yeah.
1: So that's an option. I'm I'm thinking as I stalk, or as I tell you what I'm stocking. I'm I'm still considering. So, Yep. color combos are so so much fun. <laughs> so that's why we love the stripy things. I think just to pick the I
0: love stripes. pick the
1: yarn combo and play with the colors. Yep,
0: stripes make me so happy. <laughs> they always have stripes and polka dots. <laughs> Too bad polka dots are so hard to knit. <laughs> All right, so what are you stocking? That's the only thing you're stocking? That's the only thing wow. I could come up with. Yeah. So I was stocking actually right before I left the house, the shawl named Red Katana and that's a pattern by Svetlana Volkova and it is a striped two-color shawl. So here we go back to stripes again. <laughs> And as Charlene mentioned, Candy Skein, which is run by Tammy, the fabulous, wonderful, awesome Tammy. She and her husband did a trunk show at the Swift Stitch yarn store yesterday, which was amazing. And I bought some more yarn. (laughs) She had her new Luscious Base, which is a Merino Cashmere Nylon blend that is proprietary to her. So she actually had a mill custom create this particular MCN base to her specifications and it just holds the dye beautifully and she has a new color collection I guess you would call mm-hmm. it of fairy tale picnic colorways and I purchased three different colors from that series. I purchased Phoenix Fireball, Pixie Stick, and Harpy Hot Chocolate, which are all speckledastic. They're beautiful. And then I got one skein that is kind of a tonal turquoise with little tiny specks of really bright blue. And that was called Robin's Egg Malt Ball. And holding the pixie stick and the malt ball next to each other, Charlene said, oh, that could be stripes. And I'm leaving on vacation to Hawaii in a couple days. (laughs) And the more I looked at those skeins, the more I thought, those are Hawaii colors. Those are like, the color of the water in Hawaii colors. So I needed a two color shawl to knit on vacation with needed. these two. I know. Needed. <laughs> I was wondering if you noticed that word. <laughs> so I stocked all of my favorites, and red katana was the one that spoke to me the most. It is a, let's see, I believe it's a crescent shaped shawl, but it has, it's a giant crescent. It, not a crescent, a giant chevron. So the whole shawl, I don't describe these things very well, but it's stripes that are chevroned all the way down. Oh, really? It's gorgeous. And our friend Anne, AG so-and-so on Ravelry, has knit it. So I was looking through projects today, looking at project notes, and it's written for sport weight yarn, but many people have done it in fingering. And there are people who have even kept very great project notes and one woman who did a spreadsheet that she made accessible on Google documents where she puts her modifications in the spreadsheet. So I'm going to go for it with my fingering weight yarn and said it was a great knit. She said it's great for vacation knitting and I'm going to stripe those two colors. Modifications in terms of what size? Well, or... I haven't read through her mods very clearly carefully but I think what she did is she changed the striping rate for fingering weight versus sport weight so that you'd have the same width of stripes with fingering that rather than sport and Anne said she just went for it and did she followed the pattern with her fingering weight so Mm -hmm. her stripes were thinner but she had the same effect so Looking at Anne's project, I never even would have noticed that her stripes were not the same size. Yeah, I don't think you would. Yeah. So super beautiful shawl. And I'm looking forward to knitting that. I think it'll be great vacation knitting along with the other two projects I'm bringing because I don't know why I think I can knit so much in a week. But, you know, you can't just bring one project on vacation. No, so. you can't. Where's the joy in exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> so that's the main thing I've been stalking just today. And I did purchase the pattern. It's already printed. It's already in a project bag with the yarn. Nice. And the needles. It's ready to go. And I've also, so I put this out in our Ravelry group. I asked everybody to give me their opinions on another vacation knitting project. Whether I should knit the Divi Poncho by Jumper Cables or whether I should knit the Veronica pullover top by Julie Weisenberger, who is Coco Knits. And as I kind of expected, it was a 50-50 split almost (laughs) on I should knit Veronica versus Divi. Well, Divi is a poncho, like I said, and Veronica is a very interesting positive ease pullover with tight little sleeves. It's very unique. And I haven't been able to visualize myself wearing Veronica. Mm. So I'm going to go with Divi because the yarn I'm using, which is Reliquary 2 by A Verb for Keeping Warm, it's a lace weight merino silk blend in the macaroon colorway, which is a beautiful light pink. And I purchased the yarn for Divi. So... I had vacillated, oh, should it be Divi, should it be Veronica, and then finally, Charlene and I were texting back and forth and she was asking me, well, how would you style it? And I said, well, that's the problem, is I I don't know how I would style it. So I'm going with Divi because I can picture myself wearing Divi, and that will be super easy vacation knitting, and it's all stockinette in the round, it has a turtleneck at the top, and then the poncho grows out from there, and it has a split hem. And I was thinking it would be really cool to do arm slits in it. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. When you get to that point, you can decide. I can think about it, it. Yeah. yeah. So Veronica was on the stocking list because I do want to knit it. But I just don't think I'm going to knit it now. So those both of those patterns, red katana and Veronica, you can purchase on Ravelry. So that's what I'm stocking. And what are you knitting? In my hands is, once again,
1: Monochrome by Hohe Locatelli, which I started as my convention knitting project for Stitches West. It's been a completely enjoyable knit for me. I wasn't entirely sure when I started it how I was going to like it. I'm not sure why, but once it got going it's now over a foot long i absolutely love it Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you know sometimes you just have to keep going and there was something about when it was shorter i just wasn't sure i liked the fabric but once there's a lot more of the fabric it's got heft to it i love it it was a little. It just felt a little lightweight to me when there was only an inch or two. Which I can makes imagine sense yeah. because it is lace a weight. lace weight yarn, and I am knitting it at about at the gauge called for in the pattern. So it's a little loose. It's the pattern's a, fingering weight, right? Yes, yeah. the pattern's for fingering weight, but this lace weight's a little fluffy, so it doesn't look like it's knit too loosely. It looks fine. But it was just very lightweight fabric, so I wasn't sure I liked it, Liked it, but now that there's this much fabric to it, much, much better. I'm see, very I like happy
0: the fabric. It. <laughs> it looks dainty and
1: feminine to me. It, it just, really does. Yeah, I it like really it. It really does. And right now, let's see, I've completed three lace sections. I'm not exactly sure how many lace sections there are, four or five. It's a very tall cowl. In the style of Hohe's three-color cashmere cowl, which is very, very popular. So probably everyone has seen that one on Ravelry somewhere with the photos of people holding the cowl up over their face mm-hmm. to show how tall it is. This one is just that same style, very tall, Goes, you can hold it up over your head. In fact, Gail had suggested that when wearing it, we could also wear it optionally as a hood. up over the head which makes perfect sense as it's going to be long enough to do that. So it's going to be a really good lighter weight piece in this lovely it's a now discontinued yarn. Oh is it? By Miss Babs called Isadora That's it. It is because it's beautiful. Very very nice so
0: I'm, I'm
1: Enjoying this one. Now, that Just project in the round.
0: I have that in a project bag with my Marina Monos oh, lace yes. weight wound up, with the needles, and the project for a potential vacation in E2. Yeah. I have four project bags full of yarn and projects ready to go for a week away. Four. <laughs> I mean, I silly. don't know.
1: That sounds about right
0: to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly can't. And one of them's a poncho that's like 1,600 yards. I'm certainly not going to be finishing much you know maybe i could finish one of the smaller projects but but
1: finishing maybe isn't the
0: goal happiness is that's for sure yes (laughs) and what if i don't enjoy one of the projects so you need a backup and yeah exactly i'm going with it yeah i think you
1: should that's why it's called vacation exactly (laughs) (laughs) and then the second thing i am knitting in fact, I just started it a couple of nights ago. Is the little bird sweater I'm so by excited Vera Valimaki, which is a sweater that we talked about one episode ago, two, two. episode, two episodes ago, mm-hmm. from the Interpretations Four collection that Hohe and Vera released last month. And monochromes from that too. Monochromes yeah. from that. Little bird is a boxy style sweater with lace stripes, and mine is knit in the Holst Yarn Coast, which is the light fingering yarn that is 55 merino, 45 cotton, and my hope for this is that I can get past the sleeve join and have the body to work on for the retreat. Oh, good goal. Because then at that point, it should just be round and round. I'm not sure how complicated the lace stripes are. I'm just to... thinking, I admire your, your confidence. In well, you're do the lace by project. the time I get there, I'll have knit a couple. Sequences of the lace stripe, so I'll be able I'm to make a it. more educated guess as to whether I can mm-hmm. Knit that in the company of others if I can't knit that in the company of others I'm sure there's a shawl that I can find that I can cast on to work on and be very happy yes. <laughs> So that is little bird by
0: Vera Valamaki what are you knitting, Gail? Well, right now I am knitting a hat for Josie. She requested a second hat. So Yay. she was wearing the sock head hat, which I knit in the Madeline Tosh Tosh sock in the onyx colorway. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think I need a thicker hat. <laughs> so we went down to the Swift Stitch a few weeks ago, and she picked out Ecological Wool by, is it Cascade Yarns, I mm-hmm. think? It and it's a very thick worsted to probably an Aran weight very rustic yarn, and I was very surprised she picked it. She really wanted a gray or a black again, and this to me is a brown leaning gray, and she's really excited about it. <clears throat> so I am knitting something similar to the sock head, but you know, adapted for the mm-hmm. thicker yarn. Yeah. And I'm on the brim, which I'm doing twisted rib for the brim because I think it looks pretty, and I hope to have this done before we leave on vacation. So yeah. not that it's going to be hat wearing weather in <laughs> any way at all, but she's well, back she to work right pool, now. Well, she So yeah. when you have
1: wet hair, sometimes you need
0: that. Exactly. So, and she's back to, well, she's in swimming lessons, so she can't really wear it while well, she's teaching swimming teaching, lessons. But, but yeah, lifeguarding she can. Post work or before early With morning wethead. work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm knitting this hat for Josie and I'm also, I've been working on my sock yarn blanket. So I finished a couple projects this week and I didn't know for sure what I wanted to start for vacation knitting yet. So I picked up my sock yarn blanket and I'm doing a row from fish belly yarn is the name of the dyer. And it was the first package I received from my row one yarn subscription. So I received this in January, beautiful colors super fun it's fingering weight oh i can't remember now if it's 100 superwash merino or i think it is but i'm not sure and really enjoying that i finished five squares so third of the way through the ninth row and this should be the halfway point on my blanket and i'm hoping to bring the blanket to our retreat because the row after this, I'm going to use the yarn that Marianne gave me. Oh, nice. And she's going to be at the retreat. So I thought it would be super fun to knit at the retreat with the yarn she gave mm-hmm. me. So that's my goal. We'll see how far I get. But it's just such a joyful knit. I really enjoy knitting on the sock yarn blanket. I could actually knit on that all the time and be perfectly <laughs> content. But... You know, other things are calling to me. Another stash is calling to me. So many things are calling to me. Charlene and I were saying we need a weekend to a week away. Just the two of us and maybe a couple other people to just knit. Just knit. Get all, you know, caught up in all the things that are going through your brain for knitting that you don't have time to knit because there's life. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a fantasy. True fact. Yep. So those are the two things that I've actually been knitting the last couple days. And what have you finished? You had a big finish. I had
1: a big finish. I'm so excited to tell you guys about this because I have been talking about it since my January 1st cast on. This was my big project for the self-indulgent knit-along. My Ivy Line sweater by Yoko Johnston. It was such a fun knit. Such... And it's so it's such an pretty. affirming knit because it's so beautiful. It it's really, really absolutely is absolutely beautiful. If you don't remember, the Ivy line has lace fronts. It's a a-line cardigan knit in light fingering weight yarn. I knit mine in Tosh Merino Light in the aptly named Kitten colorway, and very very light sweater the lace fronts are beautiful there's a dominant vertical line going down the the front of the lace so it kind of mirrors the opening of the cardigan it looks lovely the the beautiful thing the beautiful Design detail. That's the phrase I'm reaching for. The beautiful design detail about this sweater is the slight gathers just to the front of the shoulders. It has a very unusual, I guess I'll call it a gusset, a little triangular gusset at the top of the shoulder. And from one side of the triangle the little gathers come out and then spread out and open to the two fronts of the sweater. And the gathers are just beautiful. They are feminine. They're dainty. The gathers mirror the vertical lines in the lace. So you've got a lot of vertical Mm. lines going on this sweater. Flattering. Yeah. Flattering. I just love it. Now I have a question. What type of shoulder construction is that? I have no idea. It is very, <laughs> very odd. I, I even have it in my notes that oh. it's a really unusual sleeve. and It looks flattering on you though. It looks flattering, but it took a lot of blocking to get the lace to lie flat. I keep mentioning oh, really? the vertical lines and so you really want to be sure that when you block it, you've got the fronts straight because you want those vertical lines to be vertical. You want everything to line up nicely so you get that visual pleasing effect. And in order to do that around the shoulder area, I just, I really had to, because the, because it's, it's round here. It's not mm-hmm. straight. I had to steam it almost more than pull it flat. Because when I pulled it flat, well, the sweater is three-dimensional. It's yeah, not, I was just going to say,
0: like, you'd need to use a dress form or yeah, one of those it's, it's not, shaping Because things. it's
1: got this this triangular gusset piece in here, you really can't pin it out flat perfectly. Because it really needs that rounded shape. So I kind of steamed it. around the shoulder more than flattened flat pinned it because I didn't have to I didn't have to stretch it or anything I didn't have to pin it out flat I wet it and then I I really just laid it out flat but then when it came to that shoulder area and the sleeve area I steamed it there more and I think that it might need more steaming. It might just be me being critical. I think it's you. Because I, I thought it looked
0: really beautiful on oh, you. Oh, thank you. We got to see it yesterday. She debuted it at the Swift Stitch yeah. for the trunk show. But it is unusual. I
1: Like I said, I had written that in my notes that it's an unusual shoulder. And in terms of what I would call it, I suppose it's a gusset a- shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe... It looks kind of like a saddle shoulder, but that's just a guess. But most of the saddle shouldered sweaters I've seen have a rectangular piece rather than a triangular piece. So this one is a first for me because when you start, you actually start with that gusset, you start with that triangle, and then from one side of the triangle, two long sides of the triangle, one side goes to the front, one side goes to the back of the sweater. And then one side stitches are held for the sleeve. And do you pick up stitches along the
0: sides of that triangle?
1: No, you those the stitches that are along the side of the
0: triangle, you hold those. No, I mean and on then, the long sides of the triangle. Do you pick up to work down on the front yes. and the back? Okay. On the yes. Okay. I'm yes, trying to do. to figure out how yes. it's knit.
1: Yes. Okay. You you go out from the triangle on the Short side of the triangle, keep a few stitches for the sleeve on, and then pick up on the two long sides of the triangle for front and back. Okay. So the front and back grow out of it. So the triangle is, when you look at the shoulder of the sweater, it's very obviously a triangle. Right. I remember you you that for seeing it yesterday. And the day. back coming out with that.
0: It's, it, it's not. Was it difficult to knit? I mean, was it
1: an no. easy knit?
0: Or was it. It was an easy knit. Okay.
1: Yeah. It. You had to pay attention, of course, because of the lace. lace yeah. So once, you ha- once you're once you past the sleeve opening and you're just knitting round and round on the body, you keep track of the lace row, you keep track of your increases, and then you keep track of the
0: row. Was your circa counter in use for this? That's what I was going to <laughs>
1: mention because I was keeping track of two things because the way the lace is written, it mirrors so you're in two different places on the single lace chart one for the right and
0: one for the left yes yeah
1: so there's two places that you're keeping track of on the lace and then you're keeping track of rows in general for the increases because it is an a-line sweater so you do increase all the way to the bottom of the sweater so I'm keeping track of three things so that counter okay did work perfectly for this Excellent. <laughs> I'm the right tool for that. the job the right tool for the job it was great but I love it it's it took me I feel like it took a long time I stalled out several times on this people ask me why why did I feel that it took so long and
0: all I can say is pussy hats Oh, that's right! You knit a zillion <laughs> hats and then while you were knitting that sat, sweater, so. and you also you also knit something else. Didn't you knit I've a pure knit joy shawl?
1: And I knit a cowl. So yeah. I, I have been knitting other things. Yes, yeah. yes. But lovely sweater. I used five buttons from stash.
0: Yay! They're not
1: perfectly matched, but they oh look I
0: couldn't find. Fine. I didn't Ex- notice exactly. Yeah. They
1: look fine, and I was thrilled to be able to
0: use some. Single buttons from stash. So. Yeah, I was thinking, she said that you used almost three skeins? Yes. For her size, so I was thinking that the Molly Ringwald Tosh Merino light I have in my stash, I have four skeins, one of which is not perfectly matched to the other three. Mm. And that would be, I could use that because then I could use the darker skein on the sleeves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, because it's I good. was thinking do any of my sweater quantities have that much yardage? And I think that may be the one that does. So, because I would love to knit that. It's really, really pretty. I had considered knitting it already after seeing Inez Edler 007. Had, I think she may have knit two. And they're just so pretty. And she, of course, knit yeah. at least one in pink. So after seeing yours, yeah, I really like it. It's I think lovely. it would look
1: beautiful in Molly Ringwald. Yeah I think so too. Because that's such a dainty feminine color. Yeah (laughs) exactly it's the right color for that type of sweater. It is.
0: Yay congratulations you finished a knit along knit. I did. Woohoo! I know. (laughs) So how about you have you finished anything girl? I did I finished also so one of my goals for the knit along was to knit myself the hat cowl mitts matchy matchy so all in the same yarn but not similar patterns so there are different textures in the Mm -hmm. patterns and things like that well I finished the mitts so the pattern I used for the mitts is the Heartbeat Mitts Pattern by Katya Gorbachev and I used the Unwind Yarn Company Touring DK in the Bougainville colorway which I adore and now I have my set so I finished the mitts last night they have a beautiful heart motif that goes up the back of the hand three hearts that stack up on each other and I finished them last night the thumbs are done and everything and now all I have to do is weave in the ends and block them so then in our 70 degree weather I'll have (laughs) a beautiful hat cowl and mitt set that I won't be able to wear yet but I will be able to wear it eventually Yes. so I'm super happy with that finish and that pattern is available for purchase on Ravelry and I also finished my cropped sweater for winter (laughs) I really like it. It's super cute. I knit this in, it's a pattern by Andy Satterland, which is available free through Ravelry. I knit mine with Dragonfly Fibers Traveler DK in the Silver Fox colorway, which is a very light silvery gray. And Peony, which is a very dark burgundy for the contrast. You have the collar at the neck, which is very small, is contrast color. And then you have Scalloped at the bottom. For a deep rib and at the cuffs. So those are all in the peony colorway. And it is so pretty. And I blocked it. It looks beautiful. The peony didn't bleed at all. I used a color catcher in the blocking. But I didn't see any color bleed at all. And it's just so pretty. I can't wait. It's too warm to wear it right now. Even for pictures. Yeah. But I really look forward to wearing that over either a dress. Like a fit and flare type of dress. Yeah. It would be beautiful over. It or with a flared skirt, or Mm -hmm. even over, like, a tunic, I think it would be cute. I think. So, yeah, I think there are going to be a lot of styling options available with my wardrobe. So I'm really, really happy with that one. And it was a quick knit because it's cropped, and I think I used two skeins of the Silver Fox and less than half of a skein of the Peony. So altogether, that was probably... Mm, two, four, five, less than 600 yards. So not a whole lot of yarn. So those go, it went really, really quickly. Yeah. And like three quarter sleeves. And I used, the only modification I did was I used Elizabeth Doherty's set in sleeve method instead of the one called for in the pattern. So if you haven't seen Elizabeth's book, reimagining the top down sweater or no, reimagining the set in sleeve. I can't remember. We'll link to it. Great instructions. It's a different pickup rate. You pick up, not only do you pick up at a different rate, but you pick up from a different starting point, which makes the sleeve look so much more tailored than a normal set in sleeve. You can't see where the short rows happen, which to me is awesome because I really dislike, we were talking about this at Stitches, normal set in sleeves. You have one half of the sleeve, like the the front half on the right side, will look beautiful. And the back half won't look as beautiful because of the way the short rows work. And then on the left side, the front half doesn't look very beautiful, but the back half looks fabulous. That really, really bothers me. I don't like that it's not symmetrical and that both front and back don't look beautiful. With Elizabeth's method, they both look beautiful. It looks the same all the way around and you also end up with less fabric under the arm because of the rate of pickup and the way she does her short row shaping so that's another thing my sweaters i often dislike the amount of fabric under my arm and there's less of that in the sleeve thanks to elizabeth's method i could have gone the next size down for the bust the bust in the sweater is a little bit big on me And I'm okay with that, but it does end up with a little bit more fabric under the arm than is ideal for this type of sweater, but whatever, Mm. I'm fine with it. So those are the two things that I've finished and I'm super happy with them both. Highly recommend both patterns. And we do want to talk about shawls, but first I wanted to talk about the knit along. So today is the 11th, so I think we have 10 days left in the knit along. And as of About two hours ago, we had two hundred and forty-eight finished objects in the FO thread, which is amazing. And they're all so pretty. I mean, so much inspiration in the FO thread for me. Yeah. The number of giant projects, sweaters, and find your fades, and just the amount of knitting (laughs) and and Effort and love that have gone into the knit along and the beautiful yarn yes it never ceases to amaze me how talented everybody is everyone
1: in our group has amazing taste in yarn
0: (laughs) and (laughs) and projects and patterns and all the things but I also did want to read the prizes because we have a lot of prizes and that means your chances of winning are really really high so first we have stitch markers that were made by Micah, who is yarnarium on stitches we have a signed copy of elizabeth's book top-down reimagining set in sleeve design which is the method i used for the sleeves on my crop sweater for winter we also have two pattern downloads from elizabeth from her self-published patterns. She is Blue Bee Studio on Ravelry if you want to check out her patterns, which you know Charlene and I love. We have a skein of yarn from Tammy of Candy Skein, who we got to l- love all of her yarn yesterday. Mm-hmm. A skein of yarn from Jen Sheelan. Jen Sheelan Designs, and she's a new dyer, and her colorways are lovely. We have a project bag from Melissa Martin. She is So Melissa on Etsy, and... <laughs> She sent me a PM last week. I had asked her about donating a prize for the retreat. And she said that she had been considering closing her Etsy shop because of her new full-time job. And I panicked and went straight to her Etsy shop to see what she had before she closed her shop. So I have a beautiful new Notions bag from her that is so (laughs) cute. And my Project Bags for Hawaii. I have both of my Melissa Project Bags in her Notion bag and my Uli bag. And I don't remember the fourth bag right now. It's probably a Cindy bag. And it just made me so happy to have all of these, you know, knit by, quote, friends, unquote, who I haven't actually knit, but who, you know, were friends with them on Ravelry. So Melissa is donating a bag, as is Zoe, who is Espresso Bean. She's actually donating two project bags from her new shop on Etsy that's called Espresso Bean Bags. And let's see, we also have the Prairie Hills Shawl Pattern by Sarah, who is Prairie Poppins on Ravelry Imagine Landscape Designs. We have a project bag handmade by Cade, who is Caitlin on mm-hmm. Ravelry. And she doesn't even have a shop. That's just because she's nice. <laughs> Two people will win three patterns from Katie, who is Katinka Designs on Ravelry. She has beautiful accessories. We got to see her live at Stitches. The Butterfly Friendship Shawl by Anna, who is Yarnisty. And she's also donating a copy of her Jorko Shawl and her socks, two different sock patterns, one that I can't pronounce and one that is (laughs) Fergus's sock. We have A World of Different Shawl by Jen of the Boston, Boston Jen of the Downseller Studios podcast. And we have two more prizes, a skein of Pippi Yarn, from Barb of Spencer Hill Naturally Dyed Yarns. She is Blue Canary on Ravelry and she's hysterical. And we have a package of Row One Yarn, what her yarn club, one of her monthly club subscription packages. So that's nice. 20 skeins, 20 mini skeins of yarn. Ooh. So that's a lot of really awesome prizes. Yeah. Thank you so much to all of you who contacted me to donate prizes. I didn't solicit a single prize. Those were all just people who reached out because they're amazing and kind and generous and we're hugely thankful. And we know everybody who wins a prize will be thankful also. We love our community. Thank you very much. We love our community so much. (laughs) So that was the Knit Along update. And I wanted to mention one
1: product that we have a coupon code to share with you guys. It is the Lotion Bar by Love Plus Leche. And their website is loveandleche.com. And Gail and I have been trying a little lotion bar, which there are quite a few companies, I think, that make lotion bars. We've tried them before. This one is particularly visually pleasing. It's so cute. (laughs) Because rather than just being a bar that looks like a bar of soap, this one has a mold with two sheep. Kind of head-to-head. It's cute. They look like they're nuzzling each other. And it's very sweet. And I've been using the product for a couple of weeks now. And because I don't like strong, strong scents, I had requested the unscented version, which has been very pleasing. Nothing, nothing. It really doesn't smell. Right. No scent to it. And it has been working. I've had really dry hands this winter, probably because of all the heat that we've been having, that we have been using in the house. Because of course the house has been cold, yeah. So very dry skin, and this has
0: helped a little bit. That's good to know. So I'm
1: I'm very happy
0: about that. Yeah, I have eczema for the first time in my life this year. Yeah. Yeah, so I know. This, these hard. types of things are very useful right now yes, for me. Yes,
1: exactly.
0: So I'm really happy with this product,
1: and I'm actually going to, next time I see them in person, I know they were at Stitches. And oh, were they? They were. And next time I see them in person, I want to check out their scented bars just to see yeah. if they're not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, different companies, some of their scents will be a little too strong for me, but other ones may not be. But like I said, the unscented one, very nice. And I love tins. So do I. And this tin has a lamb and bees on it. It's
0: very cute. Which I love both those things. So, (laughs) Yeah, I was just wondering if they have smaller tins for like inside your project bag I know,
1: I don't know yeah, I'm not sure if the smaller ones come... In tins,
0: but they do have smaller ones, but as they well. do have smaller nice. ones
1: because they sent us a little sample that was it wasn't half size, maybe a quarter size. But that is part of the special. So, if you use the code Yarniax to make your purchase, when you purchase one of the full size bar in a tin, you get the free. Mini balm sample, which is perfect size for a project, right? Yeah, exactly. Notions bag, exactly. So, let me repeat that again the code is Yarniax. If you go to their website at loveandleche.com, you get a free mini balm sample with the purchase of one lotion bar in a tin. Nice, thank you very much. Special, yeah, and we hope
0: some of you will take advantage of that because it's been really nice on my hands. <laughs> yeah, I just used it before we started recording and I'm using I'm knitting with the ecological wool which is pretty rustic and yeah. my hands feel great and usually this yarn dries my hands out right. really quickly. Right. It sucks all the moisture out of my hands.
1: And you know that's one thing I've been because of the the dryness this winter, I've been really aware of lotion products Mm -hmm. and the fact that sometimes lotion products can create this barrier on your skin and one of the ones that i use does that and i think this one does a little bit as well because it like gail mentioned it did seem to protect my hands when i was working with dry yarn yeah a barrier in a good way yes exactly exactly so love and leche thank you very much we appreciate you supporting the yarn podcast yeah very cool And we wanted to talk just a little bit since we've been talking about shawls, about how to wear shawls. We had mentioned last, was it last week?
0: Yes, or last week. That we would
1: mention a few ways to wear shawls. Probably most of you are aware of how to wear triangular shawls, but
0: there are a few,
1: few things that came up when we discussed it that were new to us.
0: Yeah we had some great suggestions in the chatter thread for last episode episode 135. People gave some really great suggestions one of which I had never thought of so (laughs) we wanted to talk a little bit more about that so hopefully those of you who are wearing shawls get some good ideas and again if you have other ideas that we don't talk about please do put them in the chatter thread. And we'll
1: put links as well. There's a couple of websites that I've found that showed pretty good diagrams of how to wear, tie, adjust, triangular, or asymmetrical shawls, I think you could do the same way. And crescents, too, usually can work the same way as a
0: triangular, yeah.
1: And then I know, just while we were starting the podcast, I had looked on Pinterest, and I had plugged in a couple key words, and I know a lot of photos came up. So we'll link to... Those in the show notes. But the first way is just the traditional, oldie but goodie. If you take a triangular shawl or any really an asymmetrical shawl or or a crescent shawl, any of those shapes, point or the center of the shawl to the back. That's the easiest way. And then tie in the front. Or drape in the front. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to tie it. Yeah, the traditional, I guess we'll call that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that all these have
0: names, but that's very traditional. Well, and here's a name that I just created earlier, the Jane Austen or Pride and Prejudice oh, yes. look. <laughs> <laughs> of yes. When you take a shawl like that, where you've the center is down the center of your back, and you take the ends in front, but you cross them over the front of your torso, and then tie them together behind yourself. So you mm-hmm. basically turn your shawl into kind of a shrug. Yeah. So one, it doesn't fall off of you, and two, it keeps you warmer. So I keep intending to try that. I know that my yowza way at shawl is certainly long enough to do that, and I just keep forgetting to do it. So one of these days, especially sitting at my desk, that would be super comfortable and super warm. I know I've done that
1: a couple of times just to keep my shawl in place yeah. when I've been really active. <laughs> I remember working, I think it was at a Stitches West one year, and it was cold in the the hall because the big doors had been open. And I remember tying my shawl like that just because you're really active when you're setting up a Mm -hmm. booth so that it didn't move, didn't slip, and extra added bonus keeps you warm (laughs) because it's in place. Because like Gail mentions, it is like... A little impromptu shrug so you do get that extra layer yeah I have to try that and then the other really common way there are cowls made to emulate this look is your point in front with the ends ends draped back and then crossed and pulled around back to the front and a lot of people tie them decoratively on top of the point or hide them underneath the point the other
0: yep. way works And if it's a shorter shawl, you can even tie them behind your neck. Yeah, that's true. And I do like the cowls that are emulating that bandit style because then you don't even have to fasten them. They just, you put them over your head and boom, they're there. So I just like that. Exactly. I love that triangle in the front look. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was a bandit in a previous life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it keeps you warm
1: if you have a coat or jacket that's opened or just if you don't want to fasten it all the way up and you have that open V, the bandit style keeps your neck and the
0: front of your chest warm. Yeah, and I have long hair that keeps the back of my neck and the upper back warm. Mm -hmm. So this is like the hair in the front (laughs) to keep your chest warm, I guess, which is a really gross visual, but it kind of works.
1: And you had mentioned there was a point to the side?
0: Yeah that's the other I think of as the dressier way to wear your shawl where you put one point to one side of your shoulder so that it's draped over your shoulder and then on the other side you have a shawl pin to fasten it. Oh yeah. So it can be a very decorative pin or it can even be a simple pin depending on how dressy your outfit is and it's just to me I don't, my shawls don't stay on well that way for me. So I don't tend to wear them that way, Mm -hmm. but there were a couple great suggestions in the chatter about ways to keep them basically more in place that way. And there were some suggestions about actually tying it on the other shoulder and the weight of that, the knot keeps it, more balanced if you keep that knot up higher on your shoulder oh, the shawl stays in place better which I thought ooh, I should try that so that was just another great suggestion because that's one way I just don't wear my shawls because they mm-hmm. don't stay where I put them so thank you for that suggestion. Well and you brought up the issue of shawl pins now mm-hmm. with
1: a shawl pin or clip or a stick pin mm-hmm. You can use that with any of the aforementioned styles. Yeah. You you can just clip it in anywhere decoratively, or if you find a place where two pieces of fabric sit together, you can clip it or pin it to that section to keep those two pieces of fabric together.
0: Yeah. And we mentioned last episode the jewel closures. That's J-U-L. I don't think I described actually what those were very well. Mm. She is a maker of these pedestal type of closures that the back of them unscrews. And then you put the, it's not a pointy end necessarily, but you put the post in the back through the layers of fabric. And then you screw the back on, back you screw it back together. So it holds everything in place. And she has many different styles. So she has some that look like buttons. She has some that are leather, that are more of like you can... Put one end on one side of your shawl and one end on the other to kind of hook them together. She has some really unique, interesting designs. I have several of her closures and I don't use them often enough, but some really great designs. She also has stick pins and other closures as well, but check her out because it's another way, to me, it's easier than a shawl pin because Mm -hmm. shawl pins, I don't know if, I don't know what my aversion is to them. I have several (laughs) because I love them and I think they're beautiful, but I don't, when I'm attaching them, I don't feel like I'm doing it right or they don't stay, I don't know what my issue is, but the pedestal little screw on things work really well. So those are the jewel closures.
1: And there, I have to mention, Gail had mentioned fabric. It's specifically for knit fabric, not woven fabric, because you have to be able to move your threads aside to push the little pedestal piece through the fabric. Yeah. It's and not, you wouldn't do that on a woven no, piece of fabric. No, it's a, so it's it's a pretty big post. Knit, yeah. yeah. So it's specifically for knit, hand-knit fabrics. Yes, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> and then another easy way, which I have never tried, I think somebody else... Somebody in our discussion on Ravelry brought this up. If you have a shawlette that's not too large, you can simply tie the ends together and wear it as a cowl.
0: She had said that about a long shawl, too. That oh. if you have a long shawl, just tie the ends oh, and together and use it as an it. infinity cowl. It had never occurred to me. That was a brilliant idea. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I've never thought of doing that it never either. would have occurred to me <laughs> so that was a great idea so if
1: you had a really long one then I guess you could double it
0: you yeah double the loop yeah, yeah. if it's if your shawl yeah. is long enough for sure like some of those on the bias ones or even you know what I could do that with is my lily pilly mm-hmm. I could actually tie the ends together yeah. and wear that as a cowl
1: see I was thinking more in terms of a shawllet. if you had a small shawl that was perhaps, sometimes you make, somebody some folks have mentioned this, that the quote unquote shawlette types, they've made one or two and they found that it's too tiny. Yeah. This might be an option That's true. to make those wearable because if they're that small, you can tie the two ends together and wear it as a count.
0: Yeah, just like those hybrid, like the star shower right. type of thing. It wouldn't right. be long enough to pull over your shoulders necessarily, but yeah, you could absolutely make it work that way so i love that idea of tying the ends together and i don't know why i never thought of that because you Mm. know one one reason i love my puck shawl and this is silly in the pattern pictures, she shows it with the ends knotted. So she has a nice loose oh, yeah. knot at either end. Yeah. So you have weight at the ends. And that's such a, a simple thing to do, but it never occurred to me to do it to a shawl before. So yeah. it never occurred to me to knot the ends together, but it's the same right. idea. So I don't yeah. know why I maybe thought I would damage the fabric if I tied it in a knot. Well, it's not like I'm tying it <laughs> in a tight knot and pulling right. on it really hard. So I just love that look of the knotted ends or tassels or you know whatever so that's one reason I really like my puck shawl and it's something I could do to all of my Mm -hmm. shawls so yeah and then
1: for this would only really work for longer shawls or scarves even longer scarves but if you have a really long shawl Maybe not necessarily a triangular shawl, but something. Rectangular. Yeah, rectangular or something. There are some of those really long ones, like the Color Affection is such a long, Mm -hmm. long shawl. Find Your Fade is, I think, the same way. That one is. I don't know if you could fold it in half, though, because it's so much fabric. But what you can do with the really long ones is fold them in half and then drape it around your neck so you have two ends on one side of your shoulder neck and the loop on the other side. And then you just simply pull the two ends through the loop and tighten or not tighten, (laughs) depending on how long the fabric is and how thick it is. That's something, like I said, you'd have to try out because
0: mm,
1: doubling the fabric might not work on all shawls, but.
0: Well, and that's what I was doing with Lily Pilly, but I found that that, hid the beautiful lace effect and yeah so with the tying the ends together and wearing it as a cowl I could still you could still see all the beautiful stitch patterns and such of the design and get the benefit of wearing it versus that loop method with that particular design doesn't highlight how beautiful it is and that's exactly the point
1: All these different ways won't work with every shawl. You just have to find the way that works best, what you want to highlight or what you want to show off on your shawl, that kind of thing. The very last way that Gail and I came up with is a way to show off the whole shawl, especially the large portion of the shawl. It looks really great for lace shawls, is just to tie it and wear it around your waist
0: looks so cute charlene <laughs> she did that a few summers ago i walked into the yarn store and she was wearing it around her waist i was like oh
1: that is so cute oh and my gosh i want to call it almost <laughs> half apron style kind of it's, yeah it's like a half apron but you can wear a little shawl wrapped around say your long t-shirt even a short t-shirt you can tunic you, yeah summer tunic, dress like you said uh, a tank dress, it would look great. A shirt dress, it would look really cute. Yeah, just a way to show off your shawl, add a little color, a little, and oomph keep your butt warm to your outfit. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it can extend, maybe extend the seasons of shawl wearing. Of course, if it's a hundred degrees, you're not going to want to do that, but. To a certain extent, it can extend the season because while you may not want to have a shawl around your shoulders or neck when it gets a little bit warmer, sometimes you can have a little layer yeah. around your midriff and it's not going to warm overheat you, up you more,
0: yeah. too much. And then you can show off something colorful, something pretty, something lacy. Yeah, and you have the option of, you know, depending on if you want high waist Depending on what you're wearing, tie it around your high waist or low, you know, it just, there's so many options to that. And I forget that that's an option. And a shawlette, not going to work so much probably because you, if you're like me, you probably can't get that around your hips in a comfortable way. But some of the bigger shawls I have, it would really be cute. Super, super cute. Yeah. yeah. So I love that idea too. Yeah. So those are some of our ideas, you know, common to not as common ways to wear the shawls. And hopefully you'll have some other ideas to keep sharing with us. And Charlene will have some awesome links in the show notes. And this episode is coming out a little bit early because of the vacation next week. And I'm not bringing my computer with me on vacation. It's staying at home. So I will not have the ability to upload while I'm gone. So, so bonus we early episode. It will be a
1: little bit early and then it will be maybe two and a half weeks or so.
0: Before the following episode. Just think of all the things we'll have finished fine. by then.
1: <laughs> I don't know about finished, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we also will have wrapped up the self-indulgent knit along. Yes, so we'll next have prizes episode, we'll to talk announce about the that. next episode. So it will wrap up between the time you're listening to this and our next episode. So that's exciting coming up. And then we will have the knockers retreat coming up as well. So that's exciting that's right. too. So yep. that's right around the corner it everything kind of collapsed on me where as soon as stitches hit, everything just, woo, it's here. Whereas, you know, back in January, it seemed like everything was still far off. Yes. (laughs) And then once the first event happened, everything was like, boom, 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 boom. So it's exciting. It is. I love doing stuff. It's my year of adventures. So this is fantastic. (laughs) So we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, for all the great comments, all the, awesome Instagram posts with your knit-along projects and other things. It's been really fun to follow everybody on all the different forms of social media and You have a few more days to get the F.O.s up in our Self-indulgent knit-along F.O. thread and remember try to keep it all in one post so that it's easier for us to pick for prizes and all you need to do is click the edit button in your original post and then you can add anything you want to it and I've really been enjoying all the projects. Super fun too. All right. Thank you for listening.
1: We'll talk to you next time and happy, happy knitting. Evening. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar, Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.